in this past week's parsha, we find, of course, the beginning of the parsha. It says, "Achreimosh Aharon. And all the mafarshim are busy with this. Why does this have to be mentioned here in this parsha when you're talking about the avoid of Yom Kippur? And you have to go back to the parsha Shmini and remind yourself that Nudavavi, unfortunately, they were nifter. And there are many pshutim. And if you go back to Pasha Shmini, you see Amoyed Kapusik, Amoyed Rabbeini confronts Aharon after that happened, that Gavaldika tragedy. And he tells him these words, He Hashedibar Hashem, Leymoy Bekroive Akudash. Everyone's familiar with that Mahama Chazal. Rabbeini is telling Aharon that the, the, the Mishkin had to have something of a human sacrifice. A human sacrifice had to happen. I thought it's going to be either me or you. Meanwhile, it's Nudavavi, and they are greater tzaddikim. I find out now that they are even greater tzaddikim than me, than me and you. Rabbi Sai, if Moshe, Ahan, Moshe meets up with Ahan after such a tragedy, I think he should tell him, That's the first thing you have to tell him. About the Chazal mean that. He's being Menachem him because he's telling him what great children he has. I get But this is the illusion that he says, That's not the subject now. That's not on the table. Zamayr de Kibshat we mentioned, and that's from the Rashbam. Rashbam brings on this Bekroive Akudish a whole different Pshat. The previous Pshat means that the Bekroive Akudish, the Kiddush Hashem, was through Nudivavi, because they were Nifter, they were sacrificed. The Rashbam learns now that at that moment, Ahar Nakoyan Taka, he wanted to stop his Avoida. He wanted to sort of give up, and he wanted to start being misable on his two children. Now is not the time to have this beautiful big dekihina and to go be the, the kohen gudl for the rabbi shalayla. No, now I have to be misabul. I have to marry my children. Rabbi told him, you are the kohen gudl. That means you are the closest to the rabbi shalayla of any other human being in this world. And you have to show the lesson that you're going to be makabul, the roots Hashem. And even though something like this happened, the kroi you should continue with your avoidah. You should, throw, you should show that strength of continuing now to be the Kohen Gudel. That's going to be a lesson for Klal Yisrael all through the Doiris. And that's going to be a Kudush. That's going to be the Kiddush Hashem. The Lushen is, Roya Buna of Mesim. He sees his children, Khalil Abachas, Mesim, Imanicham, and he leaves them. And Va'oyser Etzoyin Hashem. And he does the Rutsun of the Rebbein Shalai. We're not talking over here about Buna of Mesim. And about physically, although it is pekiach nefesh, it is sakunas nefushes, it's a rochni yizdikah sakunas nefushes, which of course, kas I don't want to say it out of my mouth, could bring taki even to a gashmi yizdikah sakunas nefushes. But the messiah's nefesh of every single parent that's sitting here, and every single parent that is in the matzav of roi boon of meisim, and still they're mechazik themselves, and they say menicham, we're going to look away, we're going to look away, and we're going to hear that we have to do something new. We have to be oisik in something that's going to save those children. Oisik it's in Hashem. And with that he knows he's doing the rutsin of the Eibishter. The rutsin of the Eibishter to save that child. Ozana Yingles, Ozana Maidl. That's what my tafkid is. And for whatever reason, we have no hasuga what it's all about. Why the Rebbein Shalom chose certain people to have this Nesoyim, and certain people would not be able to go through that Nesoyim. That's not in our hands. But if the Rebbein Shalom chooses that someone has to go through that Nesoyim, and they show, I'm ready to meet that challenge. What greater 
What greater tafkid can you be faced with under such circumstances? <coughs> Again, I didn't hear this myself from him, I heard it from others. This Gudlan Yisrael said a pshat. And the pshat is, and it's a familiar subject when you speak about this Indian. You see in the Heilige Torah, the the Yitzchak, Uhav, Es Eizov, Kitzayit Bepiv. And then there's another Moira de Kepusik, that Yitzchak asks Esav to go, and he should prepare for him, Hamatamim Ashru Hafti. Please, go and prepare for me those Matamim that I, that I love. And the Kasha, of course, as everyone knows from the Mepharshim, Yitzchak is the holiest of the, of the Uvois. Yitzchak is the Oilet Mima. He was on the Akedah. He is completely, completely removed from Gashmias and removed from Oilem Hazak. And because he's going now and he's hunting for him and he's creating a beautiful barbecue and he's giving him food. And he also says, I love those Matamim. You can't understand it according to the Pushta Pshat. There are many Pshutim. But this Gudl said, a familiar Pshat. But I really want to get to the, the last Nikida of what he says, which I mentioned Shabbos. And this Gudl said, a Pshat. That Yitzchak Avini looked at this child and he saw that he has an Esav. And this Esav has a talent, let's call it. It's a talent of being a tzad, being a hunter. And he's able to kill chayas. And he's good at it. And Rabbi said, as we mentioned, if he's able to kill chayas, he's able to kill people also. That's going to be the answer for one person that asked him if it's allowed, I'll be Yiddish guy, to go do hunting. To go do that as a hobby or whatever. So you'll be the answer to them, because through that you're going to learn how to kill, you're going to get used to killing, and you'll kill human beings. But Yitzchak saw that Esau has this midah, and the midah is called Ritzich. No, no bigger definition, you have to understand what Ritzich is. It's pushed a midah for Ritzich. This Buddha said, he saw that he has such a child, at Yitzchak Gavalt, that I want to be able to channel that midah that he has, that Ritzich. Let's at least try to use it for something positive. And he tells him, you know what? Be a tzayat, pepiv. Come now and prepare me through your hunting, through your tzicha. Prepare for me that food. Through that you'll be makayim a mitzvah of kibedah. Whether he understood that that's a mitzvah or it's not a mitzvah. Whether he understood what's going to have a schar. We know that that's his mitzvah, which is, which is going up against Kal Yisrael. All through the doyres, we have to be loichim against that. Whatever the cheshben is. But that was Yitzchak's kavuna. Let's try to channel this to be something positive, and let's look at it as if it's going to be something that's going to give him chizik. It's going to give him chizik. You are worth something, the best episode of the world. And that was the kavuna of Yitzchak Kovini. And the last point that he brought out was probably the most important point. And that important point was that Yitzchak, he was ready to be moichel, and be mavater, and to go down from his madrege of Heilekite, of Kedisha, and to show that child, listen, I'm going to eat the shtikl flesh. <laughs> the effect the shtikl flesh that you're going to give me, that taka I'm going to eat. Although Yitzchak had no shaykhis with this. But in order that his child should feel that Yitzchak did something for his father, and he accomplished something, and that he's worth something, that's what Yitzchak was masking. I'm going to give away for myself. I'm not going to have any of my, my own cheshbonus. My own priorities, my own my selfishness, my own feelings of shame and bisha, whatever it is. I'm ready to give away everything because I have to save my child. I have to come to a matzah that I'm going to be matzah my child. And for that, that's the top priority. 
possible for a person to reach a higher madraiga of selflessness. I'm not interested in myself at all. I'm giving myself completely away. That's the middle of Yitzchak Avini. According to this, it's mamish that mitzvah, hafla b'feila. I said over the story of someone that's not in this world anymore. I heard this from a big mechanic. His name is Abu Martcha Maluch. I heard this from him, this story. He personally knows of this story. Anyway, this person's name was Mr. Weinberger. He was the principal in yeshivas, Yagdul Torah, the Gera, Talmud Torah, years ago. Well, maybe some people remember him. I don't. I didn't go to Yagdul Torah. I remember my English principal. I don't want to mention his name. I didn't have too many good experiences with him. But Al Capone, Mr. Weinberger, Ula Vashulam. And this, what? Okay, so I get Al Capone. Al Capone, so Mr. Weinberger, he was in his younger years, he was a Rebbe in Camp Aguda. That's where he had some of his training, probably. And he said over the story that in Camp Aguda, first day of camp, the learning director sits down with the, all the rabbis over there for the summer, and he tells them, I just want you to know one thing, that at the end of the summer, every single camper has to leave this camp and go home with a ta'uda, with a certificate, certificate of honor, no matter what it is. Whether it's for, for effort, whether it's for davening, for singing, like we said before, any subject. But every camper has to go home with some type of prize, some type of certificate. Of is good for business, as we mentioned, Shabbos, because next year he's going to want to come back. Whatever it is, let's give chizik for the children. And this Mr. Weinberger said that uh, he was faced with a big dilemma because there was one child, and in Yiddish, as I said, what's the best of the time, is in the gang in the yud, okay? And he didn't learn, and he didn't daven, and whatever it was, and he had to run after him a day and night. What am I going to do? What kind of certificate am I going to be able to give this child? Until he came to a moiridic idea, and he says, he's going to give him a certificate for what? For consistency, he said. Ah, that's going to be the prize, because every single day he was consistent, he made suras every single day. Okay, he didn't write that on the certificate, with perish le perish, but he wrote that this is his moiridic consistency. And a lesson of how to find something positive to give the child up is right. Doesn't, doesn't end over there. He said years later, he met this person who grew up, met him in Manhattan, met him on the street. He didn't recognize the boy, but the, the boy recognized him. I mean, he was already an adult. Hey, Mr. Weinberger, how are you doing? Yeah, well, ah, I was, I, was, <laughs> I was in your learning group over there in Camp Aguda. He probably remembered <laughs> probably remembered who this kid is. And he says, here's my office. You want to come up for a minute? I'll take you up to my office. He was already a big businessman. He had a business. He was, can I know how to on Oisha? He takes him into his office. And as these people Taka have in their office, all their certificates and whatever they have, diplomas hanging there on the wall, and he shows him the certificate of honor. This certificate of honor of consistency that he got in Camp Aguda, this is hanging right behind his head over anyone that comes speaking with him. He sees it right behind his head. This is where it is, Al Capone. This is what did it for me, he says. You were the one. You were the catalyst. You were the one that gave me that chizik at that time. And I was able to step up, and I was able to meet the challenge. What a moiridike misr haskel. What a moiridike lesson. Anything that we do with any one of these moiridike children. I forgot to mention, which I've said Shabbos, that if we spoke, speak about Aesov, we speak about this, nobody should have even the Havamanish Boilam for a half a second that we mean to compare a Yiddish, a Heilig, and a Shuma to Aesov, Arusha, or something like that. We're just taking out the lessons that the Torah teaches us. But every single one of these children, no matter how they look and how they behave, we're all one. We're all from the same place. 
And if we're able to take that moiritika lesson of taking out the good and being able to show these children how much they're worth in order to pick them up from that low level that they are and give them chizik, it's unbelievable. It's a moiritika, moiritika arvitz, a moiritika schar. And that's maybe the Nisayim, that's what the Rabbi Nishonim wants. He wants us to get used to that, we should be able to practice it. And this group is the one that has that schir that they should be able to do that. Hapla b'feilet. I said, and I say it again, Avadir has a greater cheshbon, it has a cheshbon in Shemayim, the Rabbi Nishonim has his cheshboinus, it's all part of the chev Mashiach. But my experience is, people don't like to hear that, because we don't understand that. That's Hester Sheba Hester. I'm going through now my own personal matzav. I have to know what I have to do. I have to know what my, my chiev is. And what exactly does the Rebbein Shalom want? That's true. 100% true. But we have to remind ourselves that it's also true. It's part of our amina. It's part of the Yid Gimel Ikrim. It's all part of a great tikkun. And eventually it's going to become clear to us. We hope so. The Rebbein is going to be Megala for us. What that's what that side is. Mentioned over Yamtiv, Pesach, and of course, you go back to the Arbu Bunim. Everyone speaks about this by the Arbu Bunim, Echad Chuchem, Echad Rush, Echad Tam, Echad So the famous story of the Bnei Yisoscher. Bnei Yisoscher heard such a story. You know, the Minik Tzadikim used to get these stories of the Amaratzim, how they used to act by the Seder. A few interesting, very entertaining stories, what they used to do. Whether they're true or not, whatever these stories were created for, it's to give out a lesson. So one of the stories is that by Darbu Bunim, so one of these Amaratsim, he would say Darbu Bunim and he would say, Echad Chuchem, Echad Rusha, Echad Tam, Echad Chinesh, just like you say by Krishna, Ms. Marach and them Echad, that's how he would say four times the Echad. <laughs> and the Hasidim had a good time with this. They came to the Bnei Yisoscher. What did the Bnei Yisoscher say? Yisoscher said, Ah, after the failure, the Hashpurs, the Koyach of the Leila Seder, that even an Amuritz is able to be Makabal, Malchish Shemayim, four times over there by the Seder. Ah, Heilige Tzaddik, he's done the Kavschiz. That's what the Amuritz, that's the Amuritz is Kabun. The Kabul is by Belzer Chesidim. The Heilige Rebsuchedov, the Friyad Kebel Zeruf. You heard about the story of the Bnei Yisoscher? And he went to his father, the Heilige Mitteleruf, the Mitteleruf, and he told him over the story. He, he felt also that there's a, a, a Moiridike, Mr. Haskell and that. And he says, and he writes, when I told my father over the story, my father became pale and he started shivering. I saw that his hands started shivering. And you know what? It's, it's, it's a Geshmaka story. You want to get the Mr. Haskell out of it. What was what, this? What happened? And the Heilige Rebshia told his son, I'll tell you what the Amuritz was having in mind. You know what the Amuritz was having in mind? The Haguda only mentions four types of children. The Haguda only mentions the Chuchim, the Rushim, the Tam, the Shein, the Elishol. The Heilige Mitleruf, the Belzeruf. But there are thousands of these types of children. There are thousands of Madraigas between the Chuchim and the Rushim. Between the Rushim and the Tam. Between the Rushim, between the Tam and the Shein, the Elishol. There are those that are not mentioned in the Haggadah. But this Amur, it's new that they're all included in the Haggadah. That's what he was having in mind. Take what you have to have in mind by the Echad, right? The Shiverekiyim, the Daladriches, with who knows what. Echad Chuchem, everyone that's included in the Chuchem. Echad Rusha, Echad Tamech. He was having in mind not only these four children. Everyone is in the Haggadah. That's the word of the Mittler Ruf. 
And now I'll be moist of something that I didn't say Shabbos. I'm going to say a little bit of a different shot. The Amuritz was trying to show us that Echad Chuchem and Echad Rushem Tam That means that every single child has all four Madregas. He has Chuchem, Chasushulem. Every Yid also has that Yetzirah. He has in Emrusha. He has Tam. Don't forget. Even Chas V'shulim, if all you see right now from this child is Chas V'shulim, Tam, and Elisha, and even worse, Chas V'shulim. But don't forget, he's all part of that Echad, and he has in him also the Chelik HaChuchan. And that Chelik HaChuchan is the talent. How do we get that out of him? How do we make him feel that he's that Chuchan? How do we take away Chas V'shulim if from other sources he was, he was meant or he was given to feel that he's a Rusha or the Tam or the Chas V'shulim? And now our job is to make him feel that he's a Chuchan. Those are Talmud, it's given. Every single Yiddish child is in the Echad of every single of the, of the Arbu Bona. It's Bakan that in Chabad they have such a word that there's only four children in the Haguda, but there's a fifth child. And that fifth child is not in the Aguda because he's not by the table. He's not outside. And that's what we're Maramas. We pour that fifth kais, and the fifth kais, everything the Seder night is four, four, four. We come over there at the end when Eliyahu Yanubi has to walk in, all of a sudden we, we go to five. All of a sudden there's a fifth kais. The others of them, Kishbainas, Rechtarfen, Eveisi, the fifth illusion, Feshtaitzach. In Chabad they used to say, because that fifth kais, we open up the door. And that's when we have that fifth child outside and we ask that fifth child, now it's time to come back. It's time for you to come in. And who's going to help you come in? Says Eliyu Anubi. Why? Because Eliyu Anubi is the one that's going to do that eventually. Not now, I don't have that yet. The ticking of the Gilish Laimah. But I'm going to do it now. I'm going to do it by opening the door. I'm practicing what Eliyu Anubi is doing. But he's going to do it. And the Heshev that fifth child outside opened the door. Kim Tzirik. Now is the time to come back. That was the lesson of the Seder night. That's what they said in Chabad all the time. The Torah Gdoshah begins by Yikru El Moshe, the, the third Sefer, Sefer by Yikru. And Rashi brings down by Yikru El Moshe, before every single Amira, Dibir, or Tzivi, there was a Kriya Shel Chibah. First the Rabbi Nishloelim called with Lipshaft, with Ahava. You imagine Moshe Rabbeinu needs a Kriya Shel Chibah? Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to the Beshefer, he spoke to the Rabbi Nishloelim, Punim El Punim, Punim El Punim. Nobody ever reached that Madraiga. Ani Ma'am, Amin Shalayim, that Moshe Rabbeinu is the Rosh Shal Kol HaNaviyim, their hope, Mishdua Zazach. And he needs a Kriya Shel Chibah before the Rabbi Nishloelim is going to come. And besides that, Rabbi Nishloelim, if the Rabbi Nishloelim is coming to speak to someone, that person has to have an introduction of Chibah, First he has to adopt him Gleton and gave Mazoy, Mazoy. What's the shot in that? Zogun de Mefarshim, Zogun de Tzadikim. That's a lesson that the Rabbi Yishayim is teaching us. That's the first pusik that you learn with a child. When they start teaching a child Chimish, what Chimish do they begin to learn with him? When they make the Chalaka and we, and we, and we, and we, and we take off his, his, his hair by, the, by three years old and then you say those Psikim and Mahayk Tuntaka also with the Psikim of Ayikro Amosha. What's the lesson over there? The Rabbi Yishayim should help that we should remember this. That for every single child, if you want Taka, then he should learn, and he should be a ben and he should be Taka, Mekayah, Mitzvahs, and Ozan, El Chayid. Ayikro. First there's a Kriya Shal Chibah. It's only through Ahava, through love, 
And through that chavivus, that we're going to be able to be successful. And through that, Taka the Rebbein taught us exactly how it has to be done. I had Shabbos, and I came to this point. It's when I started saying something that I introduced myself, but I didn't finish my introduction of who I am. And what I said then for the Olam, and it's good to say it over again, is... <coughs> Part of my resume is what's missing from my resume. Maybe you can tell. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a psychiatrist. <clears throat> I'm not an askin. Some people say it's the hardest profession. Well, we can have a different discussion about that. I don't have all of these qualifications. So what am I doing here? What was I doing here, Shabbos, and speaking in front of such item? And what am I doing here right now? So there's an answer for that. That's really the real reason that I'm here right now. Because as I said, Shabbos, Avi calls me Ruf, and I call him Rebbe. Erzman Rebbe. Okay? And as the Rebbe heis Kimman, that was Kimman. Okay? That's it. That's the bottom line. And why is he my Rebbe? Because there's one point, Rabbi side, and that's this point. What he did for me, and I'll always have a Kuristoy for him. He opened up my eyes. He opened up my mind. A little bit that I understand. Okay? And Takezi just mentioned, parading in those, those kids from the home sweet home, one after another, year after year, to see what's going on in the world. <coughs> to see what's going on in the outside world. Be'ike, be'ike, to train oneself to feel for another yid. Have a lot, a long way to go. What that means to understand what another person is going through. And to understand that that other person, not that I should just have pity on the other person. I should realize that that person is a yichis. That person has a schis for what he's going through. Even though that person himself, it's very hard for that. But another person is from outside, maybe you could see such a picture. As we mentioned then, that last week was the Yurtzat of Heilige Pshayle Kristira Sishim Galaini. 12,000 Bilkeluch were served over there by the Malava Malke. He was tied up in hand in Kristira Matzah Shabbos. 12,000 Bilkeluch. Okay, that's what the Oedem likes to hear. The Gashmi is when we gave him to Essen as I batter. But the Tzadik, that Tzadik was a symbol for all the Doiris. And we said over a Moedetika story. The Tzadik had a son, and those that know about Kiristir, it's Pakant, his name was Avrumala. Reb Avrumala, he was eventually in Malamukim for his father until the war Nabuch, al And there Avrumala once became very, very sick. Physically, he was very, very sick. And if Shaila couldn't take it, he broke down, he was crying mamish uncontrollably, because the son Nabuch was mamish babkich nefesh. So the family told, and again, I don't remember the name of that chusid, it's, it's mentioned over there in the cipher. And he should go in and try to, to, to calm the Rebbe down. <laughs> calm him down. But calm him down. He goes into the Rebbe and he tells him over the Gemur and Bruches. In the Gemur and Bruches it says, That's what he's saying for the Rebbe. I don't understand. I hope that's a push to Ma'am Chazal. We're all familiar now with what the Ma'am Chazal means. Al Yisya'ish Min Rachman. And the Rebbe looks at him, he stops crying, and he looks at him as though he's bewildered, and he says, what do you think, I don't know the Ma'am Chazal? And he's talking, who are you talking to over here? How do I know the Ma'am Chazal? That's not the reason I'm crying. I'm not crying because Nebuchadnezzar is in such a massive. I'm crying because thousands of Yidin come to me with their tzuras, 
And until today I thought that I feel for them and I'm mishtatif in their tsar. But now that I feel my own tsar for my own child and I feel it much worse than someone else's child, that's what I'm crying about. That I did not reach the madrega of being mishtatif b'tzar shalchavayrei. Those are the heiligen of shalchavayrei. How much we have to strive for that. How much we have to be able to feel for someone else. A group gets together like this and they're unfortunately comparing notes or they're talking with each other about their own experiences. It's a training in being mishtaktiv b'tzaj Besides the therapy that it accomplishes for each person personally, but how to be mishtaktiv b'tzaj the greatest lesson of Yiddishkeit. That's going to bring the Gilish Hashem. That's what the Shail was teaching us. Now, air a story, which I didn't say Shabbos, also from the B'groys and Sabbath. There was a Kirestir Yid. It says like that in the Sefer, so I'm allowed to say it. He was the hobo of Kirestir, okay? And this, of course, was one of the Pshayla's projects. He was Makarovim, Nabuch this Yid. Nobody knows his history. He didn't have a family, whatever. Who knows? But listen to this, how far it went. Pshayla took care of him. He gave him to eat. He gave him to sleep. Whatever he did with him. His name Zid was Pinchas. And the whole city used to call him Feter Pinchas. Belushin Khabibis. You know, you, for someone that's, uh, uh, you have a little bit of hav, especially if he has some money. Ritman and Feter. Uncle, yeah, the uncle. So he used to call him, the Gansu Shud used to call him Feter Pinchas. What did this Feter Pinchas used to do? Nabek used to go around and you couldn't stand in his Daladamas. But he used to climb up on the roof of the shield. I can't tell you exactly how that was, how he did that feat. And he used to smoke on Shabbos. He was Machal Shabbos. He used to smoke whatever they used to smoke in those days. I don't know if it was the real good stuff, whatever it is, but it was. He used to smoke. And when the people would come for Shabbos, the Daven, he would throw the cigarette. He would have fun. He would try to, you know, zing him in right in between the eyes, you know. That's how he would throw the cigarette butts. And I was like, and it became very, you could imagine, uncomfortable for the people. Okay, the Tzaddik, the child, he's talking the Karab, such a person. We don't have to suffer because of that, right? And they, they made a, 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 a shlichas. They got together a few people from the Kehila, and we're going to the Rebbe, and we're going to ask him, please, at least, you got to get rid of of, of Fete Pinchas. I mean, this is already going too far. And all these things. They went into the Rebbe, and they told him, they asked him, his, they, they told him the request. Shaila's reaction was, if I have to send out one yid from my house, from my Achim you know what? I'm closing shop. The whole thing is going to be closed down. I'm, I'm not a Rebbe anymore. Ich bin os Rebbe, os Achim Sisarchem, os Kirstir, no more, finished. One yid that I'm going to throw out, I'm never going to do it as long as I live. This is the mass of Reb Shaila. And you mentioned Shabbos, I forgot Shabbos to mention it. But what a moiridike, moiridike, mister, what a moiridike, koyach of a tzaddik to teach us. The door is open. Every single yid, no matter how he looks, and this is the avoida. We mentioned Shabbos from Rabshim Shimpinkis. He was talking with one of his Balchivas, and his Balchiva had a problem. Balchiva had to get a new job. He lost his previous job. But on the new job, he's not going to be able to be Kavayitim like in the first job. No. Alabai Yidin should have such a danga, right? He's not going to be able to learn the way he was able to learn. He was able to go to a shir morning and night. No, the new job, he's not going to be able to learn. So first Reb Shimshim tells him, First he tells him, so buy yourself a small gemura and put it in your pocket. And whenever you're going to have a chance, you open it up and you learn a little bit, whatever you understand, you don't understand. So the guy tells him, I'm not even going to have time to do that either, Rabbi, I'm sorry, it's not going to work. 
So he says, still buy the little Gemurah. And whenever you have a chance, take out Satilim. Satilim, take out the Gemurah anytime you have, and give it a kiss, and then put it back. Okay, so another time, get the Sakish, you like this. With that, at least, you'll keep your Kesher. You'll show your Gewaldiga Hava to the Torah. And it's going to help him. And it's written over there in the cipher that Takedis Balchiva was mad. He said, hey, this, this Taka would help him. That whenever he had Shabbos Lemushli, he was able to learn. He didn't feel that his Madrega became lower because he wasn't able to learn a whole week because he kept on kissing that little Gemurah. That's what helped him. So we mentioned Rabbi Sai, no, that's for a Gemurah. <laughs> You're talking about something really that you cannot even, you can't really say that you have the Mamushas of the Gemurah. When you're giving a kiss to the Gemurah, the Gemurah feels, or the Tilim feels, that you gave it a kiss. It feels the love that you just... The Irish therefore, ah, he, he, he appreciates it. But that was the Eitz of Rav Shimshim Pinkis for this type of problem. Talk about a human being. You talk about one of these Moedetiki children, they hide in the Shumas. And you take them, you hug them, you give them a kiss. And you give them a have. And the child is capable of feeling this. They feel it with all of their neshuma. It's ma'oyer in them. Ah, I have a kesher. I'm tied together. Then it becomes careful kiflayim. Because then each one of them is able to be mashpi on the other one. And it snowballs. And that's what the Rabbi Nishwarim wants. That's what the Rabbi Nishwarim sees. And that's able eventually to be a ma'oyerdik success. <coughs> I'll end my words. And as I end it off, then on Shabbos, I'll offer to you another story besides what I said Shabbos. Two stories. The first one was what I said Shabbos. As I saw in the Sefer, a person wrote about his experiences and how he was saved from the Holocaust. He's not here anymore, but he wrote the Sefer. He gave out this Sefer, he printed it, and he wrote it, and he printed it on his first Einikos Chasana, so that they should have a Zeicher of all his experiences. And there he wrote, his father was also with him, in the lager, and they both eventually survived. And he said that they were on the cattle car, on the way to Auschwitz. Hey, did they know? Did they not know? Whatever it is. But they knew the Sitsuras. And his father kept on telling him one thing. He was 12 years old, a little yingala, and his father kept on telling him, Ech weisisch wie megait. Ech weisisch was geit zan. I don't know what's happening. But one thing, just keep on, just hold on to me. No matter what, don't separate from me. Just keep yourself attached to me. My hand, hold on to my pants, hold on to my jacket, hold on to my gartel. Just make sure that you keep, you keep on holding on to me. That's it. That was, that's all. Push it to Zach. This, this person writes, this person writes, we came to the selection, and the rush over there is standing, and he's showing right and left. And he was a little yingala, 12 years old, so they sent him to the left. Most of those there was mamish only Yechidim that were that survived in that age. They sent him to the left, and right after him was his father, and his father was an adult, like Zintamench, and they sent him to the right. And he sees that his father is going in a different direction than he's going. He turns around and he remembers his father's words over there in the cattle car. Don't, just stick to me. Just don't go away from me. And he turns around, and it was a big nest. I don't know if anyone else was able to survive such a thing. If they would see someone else running over to the other side, they'd probably shoot him right away. There was a maluch over there and he ran back to his father and he stuck to his father and he writes over there, that's what saved me. saved him. But the words of his father, just stick to me and don't separate from me, that's eventually what saved his life. That's what he's writing in the Zayfim.
And the girl in Yonaini, as we mentioned, Shabbos, <laughs> her father, her mother, says to such a child, just stick with me. I'm not separating from you. We're together. We're in this together. We're going to go through this together. I'm going to give you the support that's necessary. Oy, wie schwer das ist. Oy, 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 das ist. But the father knows, I'm going to do it. The mother knows, ah, kish, ah, have, ah, lipschaft. You know what? That's the formula for Hatsulis Nefushis. That's when the Rabbi Shalom does Nisim with the Fluis. That's what we have to hope for. I said, Zah Nisim with the Fluis. That's what that Sefer writes. I'll end off with another story. And this is a Sabah and Karlina. In his day, the big Nisoyan was that they drafted, unfortunately, Yidin into the army. Especially into the, the Tsar's army, the Russian army, whatever the Tkifa was at that time. And about in Kalina writes that he asked permission that at least before the Shoshona he should be able to visit the barracks of the army where the Yidin were. They had a separate barracks for the Yidin and he should be able to visit them. And he, and he was granted permission. And he was preparing himself, what he's going to tell them, what is the exact words, you have to be very delicate, you know, what exactly he's going to be able to tell them, they're in such a matzah. He gets in there and it's before the Shoshona. And he sees all the Yiddish soldiers. They had these uniforms. He's, he's describing it over there. But beautiful gold buttons. Gold buttons, you know, all the way up. You know, these old pictures of these soldiers in those days. Gold buttons all the way up. And he sees all of the Yiddish soldiers. They're just, they're, they're shining those buttons. Okay, they have, whatever they have, some shmata. They're buffing it. And they're shining those buttons of their uniforms. So, you would probably say, well, this is part of the... Uh, the curriculum, let's call it, of the army. You got to look, you know, up to par, so that's part of it. And he asks them, like, you know, so they gave you an order that this is what you have to do. And they looked up to the Baal Kalina and they told him, Rebbe, you don't realize what we're doing. We won't have an opportunity to daven properly for the Rabbi Nishalayim. We won't have an opportunity to stand and to hear the shaifa for the Rabbi Nishalayim. What do we have the opportunity to do over here where they're not going to shoot us? To shine our buttons. We're sitting and we're shining those beautiful buttons and we're having a mind. <laughs> to prepare ourselves for the Shoshona. We're going to stand. When we're going to stand at attention over there, when the army gets together, we're going to have a mind. We're standing at attention for the Rabbi And that, that, that Rush over there doesn't know about that. He doesn't know what I'm thinking in his mind. But I did it, Lashem Shemayim. I did it, Lashem Shemayim. Taking something which seems to be even a dubashal chal, a pushitazach, a dubashal rishis, and inserting in that, ah, that's also the Rabbi Nishalaylam, that's also the Shem Shemayim. Oh, there's no greater madraiga than that. Doesn't matter how it looks in the Chitzaymiyas, what matters really and what counts is the Pnimiyas. My kavuna for the Heilige Bashar. A berchis hadyit, a brucha, for the whole oilam here. And especially for Abi, Beroisham Al Kapuna is the Eivish is all healthy. Solzan Benaiko, Solzan Gringahait, is all Zoichazan, Tenachas the Gedisha. We should all be able to dance together, together with all our children. Beshleimus, Parn Heilig the Mashiach Tzayin, at Begila Shleim at Kim and Bemheira, and then we're going to realize Ah, Schorchu Har Bemoid. The Rabbi Shlom gave me the skis to go through this. And we'll be able to be zoichet to be mekabel pnei Mashiach betoch nachas varchubes adas and hayru biomayni umayim. The Ruk said over there before we have yitzchak to say so kitzayit the pit, but we say 
many times is devoted from the Rebbeim and Prim Islam. That's why did he like Esau? Because he put Sayyid in the pit of Yitzchak to capture Hashem. At the end of times, the Ebishah says, Banecha Chatu, and Avram and Yaakov, they say, but Yitzchak, he's the one, and Tzapela, that he's the one who comes to defend Kral Yisrael. The Territ says that he says to Hashem, listen, you have problems with your kids? I know what it's like. I had an Esau, I had problems at home with my kid too. But what did I do? I loved him. And by loving Esau, it put a koyach in his mouth to capture Hashem, to earn schusim for the whole Klal Yisrael. And that's what he said from his Rebbe, the Rebbe de Bermaim Chaim. Bermaim Chaim had a son, Kalman. Kalman was Machal Shabbos Befehesia. And all the Chesidim asked him, why don't you throw him out? And he said, no, I treat him with toy v'chesed, because every morning he used to say this tefillah. The tefillah says, Hashem, if I can do it, you can do it. Alachas kama v'kama, we're not Rebbes, but we have parents who are pushed to people that care about what the neighbors say and care about what everyone says. And still you all go out in your own way. Each one of you go home and you're fighting, you come here for training, you go home, you're fighting your own, your own war. You have to deal with all the different things that we never have to deal with, and you're all mamish heroes. But one of the additional things that you have, besides for all of the other great things, the great chances of working on your middas and being the halach to bedrachav and yudgimu middas and all of those under one, wonderful things that you have, but you also have a tremendous kaya that nobody else in Kali Israel has. You could say, listen, Hashem, I'm a regular guy, I care about my neighbors, and I care about them, I'm worried about everything. But look what I'm doing. I'm able to do tremendous things. If you listen to the stories of the people in this room, the roof doesn't have time, it's late, we can go all night. But the heroic things that they do, even just tonight, the way that you're just, just not answering, just being able to be there for your kids, and putting your kids before everybody else, you're extending the Rahmanas that parents ever had since Priya Sa'ilam on their kids. And that's Kirachim of Avonim, Midikanegad Midah, Kain Tirachim Hashem Aleinu. So the more Rahmanis, all of a sudden Hashem wants to say, okay, Adkan, I gotta throw the kid out of the house. And all of a sudden you guys say, <coughs> excuse me, um, actually I know how you feel, Hashem, but I have a kid who everybody told me to throw out of the house, and I'm not gonna lose him. Even if he cuts my yesterday on, on, on Sukkis, and even if he steals the car on Friday night and bashes it up, and the stuff that these people have done is extending the Kirachim of Avonim, and definitely, so you have a tremendous kaya That's why we end each group with this tilam with the mishaberech, which we'll ask the roof to say afterwards. And meanwhile, for now, let's use the sayers from the from the roof, from these tremendous words, and we'll say out loud together, mila We should all have in mind that you should daven for everyone in Klal Yisrael and all the different people out there with all the different sicknesses and shidduchim and all the crisis that's out there. And your tulips, Mitzvah Shem, will break, break all the gzairis for Gans Kval Yisrael. Bunch of 